Second hour, Dave Ellswick show on a Thursday, and in with this is uh, Attorney Taylor King from the Taylor King Law Firm, and he's going to come in today and try to explain to you what a trial lawyer does, because a lot of people have misconceptions about what trial lawyers do, because some have given a bad name to trial lawyers, and I think he he would even uh, agree uh, with that. So I'm going to turn it over to him. Uh, d- this is going to be kind of like uh, being in front of the judge. He's going to give an opening statement <laughs> on here. He's going to. He's going to. You're the jury today. He's going to give you an opening statement. Then he's going to answer a whole lot of questions. Go ahead. Okay, Dave. I need you move move right up onto the microphone. Yeah, I appreciate that. Isn't that what we agreed? That yeah, that's, that's what exactly you wanted right. to do. No, thank you very much. Okay. Um, you know, first thing I would say is I want to I want want to let you know that I, I'm a little prejudiced when it comes to, to lawyers and uh, trial lawyers. I I do a lot of my I spend a lot of my time trying to talk young people into going to law school because um, I think uh, it's the greatest profession in the world. Okay, I really do. And uh, trial lawyers, in uh, in my view, uh, we we pr- we primarily do two or three things. It, we promote. Uh, this civil justice system that we have in this country, which greatest judicial uh, civil just, uh, judicial system I think in the world. Two lawyers that I have on my show all the time: Robert Steinbach and Chris Corbett. Mm-hmm. Both say that lawyers keep people from killing each other. Lawyers, uh, we, we we've got to have a rule. We've got to have a system of uh, 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 rules of the road. In, in everything that we do, I agree across the society, and in, in that constitution that we always talk about, is that framework for that system that we have. We have a um, a paper mill uh, that's wanting to, uh, to come to Clark County uh, down in uh, Southwest Arkansas, mm-hmm. and I asked a friend of mine who's promoting that uh, project, "Wow, how are the Chinese going to feel about coming uh, to America?" I mean, you're talking about a communistic system coming into our system and why do they want to do business in the u.s you know uh why do all these con- uh, there's con- rules there are rules yep. that's exactly right and as long as they know they don't they don't care if they get sued if they're if they know what the rules are and the rules are fair and the playing field is fair then they know they can do business in america and and be successful and is, is not the other thing that it's not just somebody who's sitting up on top changes the rules whenever he wants to exactly Exactly, because we we have a now the rules can change. But well, we sure, have a system. But the people help make exactly those changes. Right. That's exactly in our, in our democratic system, our republic, uh, that fabric that the uh, Constitution lays out for us. Um, and and lawyers are are the are the ones that that are the guardians of that justice of that system to make sure that. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the corporations, the people, all the players are playing by those rules, playing fair, and provides a, a, a fair playing field for everybody involved. You're singing my song. 
Yeah. So right. keep singing. All right, so stability in business. Trial lawyers provide that. Well, you, you look at it from the other side, and they're, they're always uh, upset about trial lawyers and lawsuits and that type of thing. But what it really does is, is it provides a, a playing field that uh, everybody can be, be uh, successful with. Uh, so I like I like that uh, lawyers are the guardians of justice, and I and I really believe that, and I really think that's a great thing that we, and and we're defenders of the rule of law, uh, and that rule of law can change, like you said, uh, but as long as uh, because without without trial lawyers doing that, uh, there's not really any. Um, I also like to say that we're the last best battle line to protect our our civil freedoms in this country. And whether that's in the criminal law, civil law, uh, other areas, we're the defenders of that, um, those freedoms that that Constitution uh, guarantees. Okay. Um, and, I, you know, you talk about conservative values. We, we, we cherish our conservative values, and I really believe that trial lawyers uh, are protecting uh, those conservative values in three ways. We're, but trial lawyers are always uh, working toward and protecting the value of life, and so in a civil lawsuit, that's what it really gets down to: is what is a, what is the value of life? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, and when a jury's trying to make a decision about um, about a per, in a personal injury case, for example. Well, let me stop you there because we had a large argument about that here in the state just a few months ago, right? When they were talking about. Uh, making some changes in the state, uh, dealing with lawsuits and things of that nature. And uh, I would say your side came out and said, this is about life. Right. All right. And uh, the other side said, well, no, but well, yeah, it was. All right. It's what, how, what kind of uh, cap are we going to put on life? And I understood that. Well, and I would say in response to that is that we have a perfect cap system in, in this, this system that we've been talking about. It's called a jury trial. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, who's better uh, in our society to make the decisions about what, um, in, their, in their own communities, what the rules ought to be and, and what the value of life should be but a jury? Um, and I can tell you, juries in Arkansas are conservative. People in Arkansas are conservative. You know what the you – know the average jury verdict in Arkansas is? Guilty. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. But in a, on the civil side, yep. in a civil lawsuit, and that's what uh, tort reform is all about, is right. corporations wanting to put limits on uh, what, uh, what a jury can award in a civil case, $3,500. That's the average jury verdict in, in the state of Arkansas. But the story that gets all the coverage is the sexy one when it's five, eight, twelve million million. Yeah, and those are far and few between. I've been practicing law for thirty-five years, rather successfully, and I can tell you, I don't have one of those in my in my uh, belt because they just they're they're the ones that make the news, but they're uh, they don't happen very often. Right. All right. I'm 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 letting you make your point here. Okay, this is I'm good. continuing. Uh, so you know, the way I would put it is, tort reform is really not designed to help you or your neighbors. Uh, or your friends, it, it's really designed to limit our constitutional freedoms and, and civil rights uh, that the Constitution provides. That's what tort reform really wants to do is put a cap on what a jury can do, what your um, 
what your friends and neighbors can do and and what what the constitution the constitution and amendment 7 of the uh, US constitution and of the Arkansas constitution guarantees the right to a jury trial mm-hmm. and i think that's just as important as any other uh, constitutional right and, and and to start monkeying with that uh, especially in in a situation where in, in Arkansas where we don't need it we have a, we have conservative people we have conservative uh, legislators we have conservative jurors uh, and there is no runaway jury system in Arkansas. All right. And that jury is to be made up of people of your peers. It should be. It sure should be. Right. We've got things that they do before to try to make sure that that happens. Not That's saying that it has always happened that way, but it's supposed to happen. That's right. That and and we there, it's already written into the law that uh, judges, if we, if we did have a runaway jury system, judges are there to uh, pull it back. And so, even if you have a, a, a verdict that's uh, un, that's over the line or, or unjust, there are ways to uh, remit that, pull it back, and a judge can re um, re uh, uh, assign that jury uh, amount. So it, it, it can actually uh, lower the amount if if uh, it's if it's out of control. Let me just ask you, and, and you make good points about. Some different things and uh, some stereotypical things people think when they hear trial lawyer. However, has a lot of people in our country not looked at the legal system now as like the lottery? If I can get in there, I can win some money. Probably so. And I'm not saying that uh, there aren't people out there that um, lawyers and people, citizens, that are are, uh, trying to... uh, uh, get something for nothing. But I can tell you this. Uh, I work, and the lawyers that are friends of mine and people that work for me, we work on a contingency fee system, mm-hmm. which means we only get paid um, if we win the case. Right. And go. so you go back to what I said earlier about we, we're living in a, in a conservative uh, state. And there, there are a lot of conservative states in the U.S. Um, and so I'm not going to bring a frivolous lawsuit. Because I'm not going to waste my time, my energy, and my money uh, to bring a, a frivolous lawsuit that I don't think I'm going to win. And uh, just because you bring a lawsuit doesn't mean you're going to win the lawsuit. Correct. And so you have, you know, that system and that conservative jury is going to decide whether you win that lawsuit. So, uh, you know, we do a lot of car wreck cases, a lot of uh, personal injury accident cases. But a lot of my friends do nursing home abuse cases, uh, medical malpractice cases. And, and products liability cases, and, and that's where you see a, a lot of the complaints and a lot of the tort reform uh, uh, efforts are really going after those kind of cases, uh, the larger, uh, potentially larger verdict cases. This is the deal with those kind of cases. Um, I don't believe there are that many frivolous lawsuits in that arena because it costs any. It will cost a lawyer anywhere from fifty thousand to one hundred fifty thousand dollars per case. In expenses to bring one of those those cases, and that's real money. I mean, that's out of the lawyer's pocket because none of these uh, the clients are going to be able to front that kind of money. And then the, that would buy my milk. Yeah, it will buy. I'm mine. just I'm just kidding. It will buy mine for a, <laughs> for a few years. My point is, when you're talking about those kind of dollars, a lawyer yeah. has to be very careful about the kind of case he brings. And and so they like to throw around the word frivolous, but what it really means. Uh, the at least the lawyers I know in Arkansas don't bring those kind of cases unless they they have merit. Otherwise, they're just 
they're they're gambling, but they're 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 the odds aren't good with with that gamble because you can't spend fifty hundred thousand dollars on a case. And what I'm saying is, it costs. You can't find a uh, doctor in Arkansas that's going to testify against another doctor in Arkansas. So if you bring one of those cases, you have to get an expert outside the state of Arkansas, pay them to uh, uh, give give their uh, their medical opinion, and that costs a lot of money. So there's a lot of expense in bringing one of those cases to court. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, you better have a good case. And if you bring them from out of state, you better get it from a state that people on the jury will say, you know, he makes some sense. Yeah. Because if he's from New Jersey or New York, they're going to turn their mind off immediately. That's true. And there's not a that's that's absolutely true. And it's just it's hard to find those experts that will uh, will do it. But but you can find them. But it just costs a lot of money. And so. Uh, uh, you can't. You can only play that game a few times uh, before you are going to be in bankruptcy court. If, if, if you're a lawyer playing that game, uh, so that's my retort to frivolous lawsuits. There, I'm sure there are some out there. I'm sure there are lawyers and people looking for money or something for free. But most of my clients uh, are are good people, uh, hardworking people that don't want to be in the situation that they're in, but they've been in a car accident, they've, they've gotten injured, they're not able to get back to work, they need to get in their car, they need to get their car fixed quickly so they can get on back to work. Those are the kind of people we represent, good people that, that, are, that don't want to dime. I, in my spiel, I tell them all the time, we, we don't try to make more out of it than what it is, and, but at the same time, we don't let the insurance company uh, shortchange them. It, it, we we don't try to get them a penny more, but a penny less than what they're really entitled to. And that's what most people that I talk to on the phone every day really want. They want to get on with their lives, get back to their families, and be able to support their families. All right. Let's get a break in. We'll come back. we got more with uh, uh, you know Taylor King. He's an attorney of law. He's got a law firm. Uh, if people want to call you, where do they call? Uh, that'd be 1-800-CAR. Or, uh, you can, they can catch us online. At TaylorKingLaw.com. Yeah, I saw one of your wrapped cars the other day. Yeah, cool. And yeah. pulled up set, and parked next to me. Guy got out, and I said, hey, how you doing? He goes, doing good. I said, you work for them? He goes, yeah. I said, good job. Yeah. I bet yeah. that was Adrian Williams. He's one of my, he's one of my best. Here. Had a little, little beard. Oh, beard. yeah. Kind of yeah. not real tall, kind of yeah. medium guy kind of guy. You ought to hear him sing and play uh, music in his church. It's amazing. Huh? He really, cool. He's really good. All right. Let's hit, get a break. When we come back. How about some questions that the uh, average client, when they come in, what should they bring with them? We'll talk about that when we return here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, talking about the law. I love doing this. Tomorrow, by the way, in the last two hours of the show, Chris Corbett will be here. You got any questions about the law you want to ask him about? It's uh, ask the attorney tomorrow for two hours. Not every day you can ask a lawyer for uh you know, information, and you don't get a check, you know, or get a bill for it. Statement. Yeah, there you go, statement. That's a, that's a nice word for it. <laughs> All right, Taylor King is our guest, Taylor King Law Firm. You were talking about, you know, car accidents. Let me just ask this question. Guys in a car accident, it's very obvious the other person was at fault. And uh, their, their uh, insurance company gets a hold of you. And they go, well, you know, we'll give you X amount of dollars. And uh, you hear what they're offering, and you go, 
yeah, but that's not going to, you know, fix my car. That's not going to get it taken care of. And I said, well, that's our offer. Would you suggest that that person go seek legal counsel at that moment? Absolutely. Uh, And I tell people all the time, whether you hire me or or not, hire somebody else, if you will talk to somebody who really knows what they're doing with these type cases, you can get the legal advice that you need to make that decision. Um, Usually, in a car accident case like this, it's two separate settlements. You get your property damage Mm -hmm. settled, and the insurance company is going to want to settle that part of it pretty quickly. Uh, within a week to 10 days, they want that resolved, and they can move on to the, to the personal injury, the bodily injury claim. The reason for that is usually if the, if the car is sitting at a, at a tow lot somewhere drawing $40 a day storage fees, that's pressure on the insurance company to get that r- wrapped up quickly because they, they want to avoid those costs. And so um, they'll put the squeeze on you sometimes to try to get the property damage settled, and they'll, you know, they'll under-offer under, uh, a little bit the value of your vehicle usually. But um, I tell people all the time, uh, if, if you'll get some legal advice quickly, uh, you'll be in a much better position to make that decision. Now, w- let's assume for a minute the property damage gets resolved. Okay. Before, even before you call me or call another attorney, uh, they, may, they may have offered you off, – well, I'm seeing more and more where they offer somebody $500 within two or three days of the accident on their bodily injury claim, $500. And then if you balk a little bit, they may go up to 750 um, I tell people all the time, no, no matter what that offer is, don't bite, don't don't accept that offer right away. You've got plenty of time. You don't even have to hi- hire an attorney right away. You have wait till you see a doctor. Yeah, or <laughs> you assuming know? you've already been to see a doctor. Yeah, you may not have been though. But if you've been to the ER and you're kind of trying to decide what to do, you have three years from the date of the accident. So there's really in I Arkansas didn't know that. we have it's the statute of limitations in Arkansas is three years from the date of the accident before you either have to settle your case or file a lawsuit. Now, you don't want to wait three years. I mean, that's, well, yeah, that's too long. True. Your doctors don't want to wait for their money that long. But my point is there's no great rush to do anything at that at that point. And, and it's so important to go ahead and get that legal advice to make so that you can make good decisions. And the offer they made you today, I promise you, it'll be there next week. It'll be mm-hmm. there the month after that. They want to resolve that case as badly as you do. They want it off their books so they can move on to the next one. So it's, but in their favor. Well, yeah, yeah. That's back to the $500 offer. That's right. So they're, they're fishing. At, at that stage, they're fishing to see what kind of person you are. How desperate are you? Do you need that $500 to make your life payment this month? That type of thing. But I promise you, if you have, if, you, if you'll just take that extra time, call an attorney who really knows what they're doing with these type cases, help, help you make a few judgment calls and a few key decisions, there's some potholes out there. Some some roadblocks out there on, on that settlement route uh, that you can get around if you get some good legal advice. Yeah, that you can help them avoid. Yeah. Because you know what they say. If you're your own lawyer, you've got a fool for a client. I, I have my own attorney, and his name is not Taylor King. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I've heard that for a long, long time, and That's I true. think that it's very, very true. Because I know nothing about the law. You walk in, you don't know about the law, you'll get eaten up and spit out. Whenever someone says that to me, I think they're a wise person because they're, 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 they know what they're good at. They know their limitations. And even as an attorney, uh, there, there are areas that an attorney is, is an expert at and there are areas that he's not at. So 
That's what Dirty Harry said. Isn't it? Man's got to know his limitations. I think. Yeah, I think that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he sure did. He's got. He's got my back here. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We got to get another break in. We got news coming up. Taylor King's going to be with us for the next half hour. I got him on for the hour because he's got a lot of good information that you should uh, keep in mind if something bad happens to you. Look, we hope that nothing ever bad happens to you. But if it does, you should know in the back of your mind what you should do in case it does happen. Always be prepared for whatever might happen in your life. Taylor King Law Firm, 1-800-CAR-WRECK. All right, we're back. We've been sitting here talking, man. You should hear this show when we're not on the air. That's when you hear the good stuff. Are you sitting out there watching this, reading our lips? I'm talking to the folks on Facebook. No, I've, I've seen them. On Facebook, they're reading their lips. Sometimes if I'm going to tell you something really secret, I do like this. I do like to do in the NFL or whatever, you know. They're talking between the coaches. So. Because there's people that sit up in the stands with binoculars and they're watching. I'm just saying, just the way it works. Anyway, uh, Taylor King is here in the studio. I'm glad that he's given us the time today. He's attorney of law. His law firm, Taylor King, 1-800-CAR-WRECK is the number to call. Pretty easy to remember. And uh, from what I've heard, as he's been talking to us today, sounds to me like the kind of guy you'd want to talk to uh, if if you need him. All right, we left talking about, you know, people who get in wrecks and things of that nature. You gave some really good information about that. Where do you want to pick up now? You have other misconception, myths that people have about trial lawyers. What else? Well, uh, a lot of people talk about uh, there being too many lawsuits. Okay. Uh, runaway juries, we talked about that a little bit. Um, you know, uh, in reality, the... Uh, as far as too many lawsuits, uh, I think the statistics show that there uh, there are less uh, civil jury trials uh, than there ever has been in the past. Uh, most, if you look at the raw numbers, uh, the judicial system is is busy, but it's primarily cases like uh, domestic cases, criminal cases, uh, debt collection, um, other types of civil disp- disputes. Um, so I, I just don't think that that's really a problem anymore, uh, or currently at least in Arkansas, uh, we don't we don't have a uh, most of the, most of these cases that, that I deal with are uh, resolved without uh, having to file a lawsuit anyway. I mean, I'd say ninety five percent of our cases uh, we're able to we're able to resolve and settle the cases without without having to file a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. In most of those cases that we do file, they um, uh, they resolve before we actually have to go to court. Okay, you leaned up against to the mic. Good job. Ah, I, mean, I can hear you really good. Now you got really good presence on people's radios and on their computers and on their cell phones, wherever they might be listening to the show today. I mean, it's pretty amazing where you hear things like that. I'd say the other thing um, that, uh, especially during the tort reform uh, issue, they, they they wanted to try to put a cap on how much uh, lawyers charged, and I would say that. For one thing, um, you know, uh, people, uh, we don't charge more than what people agree to pay. Let me just ask a question, because I I have had um, one case in my whole life. I worked at uh, Coca-Cola in Fort Worth, and uh, I worked in the syrup room, 
which is the stuff that they make that they put with carbonated water to give it the taste that you get when you pop the can opener. Well, in between runs, you got to sterilize the tanks. And so you got to hook these hoses up to the bottom of the tanks, and then you put very, very hot water in them to kill any kind of bacteria and stuff. Well, if those hoses have a problem, you can't cut off the hose and put a new clamp on it. You must buy a new hose. And one of those let go one time and sprayed me with the water that scalded the bottom of my legs terribly. And I was off from work for several months. And I went and got a lawyer because I found out one of... Don't don't get me. I wasn't a talk show host then, but people called me mm-hmm. and said, "Dave, somebody fixed that hose in our department," and uh, so they set me up. Basically, was what happened, mm-hmm. and I took it to my supervisor, and he took it up the the chain, and it came back, and they said, "Well, they're not sure if that happened or not." And I said, "Look, you got the paperwork. You know whether it did or not." And I said, if I have to, I'll go get a lawyer and they'll subpoena that material and we'll figure it out. Well, they, that's what that ended up having. And I won a, a small stipend. It was not a lot of money. I wasn't yeah. looking for a lot of money, but I wanted to make sure they never did that again. Yeah. And, yeah. but yeah, that's when you, that's when lawyers come in and do what they're supposed to do. Absolutely. And, and not every case is a, is a huge case, and not every case is a case that uh, is going to necessarily even be resolved uh, with money. Yeah. Uh, there are other uh, remedies and other uh, ways that uh, you can uh, find justice. But that's, well, they got spanked, I'll tell you that yeah, much. I mean, that's uh, – and whether that's in an employment situation or you – know, in Arkansas, um, uh, workman's comp, when you get injured on a job, uh, whether it's um, – anybody's fault whether it's your fault or whether it's uh, a co-worker's fault or whether it's nobody's fault at all it's just you just got injured right um it's an exclusive remedy in arkansas and that's not the way it is in every other state but in arkansas um the 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 worker can only recover under the workman's comp system um and so that sometimes that's fair sometimes that's not as fair it's fair when it when it was nobody's fault and you just got hurt on the job and your employer's responsible kind to, of new, to pay no bills. fault type thing exactly but sometimes it seems like it's not as fair when when there's a there is a culprit out there that that caused your injury mm-hmm. and maybe all you can do is recover under the workman workman's comp system and there is no recovery for pain and suffering there is no recovery full recovery for your lost uh, wages uh it's there to to help protect but not a hundred percent of what your real damages are so sometimes that that seems like it's not as fair if you're hurt when uh you're on the job but it's by a third party uh let's say you're in a vehicle you're driving a work truck and a third party that's not your coworker, it's not anyone that's employed at your employer mm-hmm. job then you can bring a claim, a third-party liability claim against the at-fault driver that was uh, not related or associated with your work. So that's a way to – it's like it's two different tracks. You can do the workman's comp track and and recover there, but then you can also go after that third party that that caused your injury. Um, So that's a little nuance that – it's a little. It's unique for for Arkansas. We we don't allow our workers to recover uh, outside the workman's comp system unless a third party is involved. All right. Yeah. 
We're going to take our final break. When we come back, and let me just present a question to you and give you some time to think about it. Is there any necessity for tort reform in the state of Arkansas? Let's Fair. talk about that when we come back cool. here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Left us with a question. I thought it was a good question. It's a good question for any, whether you're for tort reform or against tort reform. Is there legitimately room for tort reform in the state of Arkansas? Well, certainly there's room, I okay. would say. And the way you, if you phrased it that way, there's always room uh, uh, in our system to uh, make adjustments. To and, and it happens all the time. I mean, it, we may not label it as tort reform, but almost every legislative session, there is some sort of uh, legislative adjustment that happens. Some of, Some are not as sexy as others. Some uh, don't get make the headlines. They're more, they, but they can be just as powerful uh, for or against uh, whichever side you're on. Right. Uh, because it's the nuances, as you know, in the law that uh, oftentimes uh, they can make or break gut or, or, you know, a case. And so a lot of times it, it's happening and we don't even realize it. Um, yeah, it, it's the average Joe and Joette out there know very little about the law. Just like when I sit here and I talk about impeachment, the average person knows very little, in all honesty, because it hasn't been taught in the last 15 years about the Constitution. Right. And uh, so you're at a, a decided disadvantage when you sit down and start talking to them because you got to start literally at ground zero and build up from from there. So what, uh, I mean, how, how do we go about this? I mean, do... Should law be a, a a high school course as well? Absolutely, we need to bring civics back. Uh, and and I you know I don't know. I keep hearing that we don't teach civics anymore in in, in school. We I, don't teach a lot of things anymore. Yeah, well, civics would be my on my top list. I agree with that. Because, Absolutely. Uh, if you if you build a society uh, without a real understanding, a real uh, uh, appreciation for uh, not just laws, but uh, how our history, uh, how we have got to where we are, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly of that. Uh, if you don't teach history, it's going to repeat itself. If you don't teach young people civics, then it's easy to push to push ideas that are not really our 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 history and nope. who we are. And so that'd be my number one uh, uh, course that I would bring bring back, and not just teach it in the eighth grade, but I would I would teach continue to teach it along the way to make sure that our our young people really understand uh, what our republic's all about. It's a good idea. I mean, it's a really seriously good idea. I think maybe a, a whole year of the Constitution and understanding what the Constitution meant when they re- wrote the Constitution, because yeah. just because a bunch of judges have made decisions on it, should those decisions be what we follow or the original intent of the framers? And well, that is a huge argument right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and that's fine. And and so we need our public and we need the people uh, that are uh, going to be the generation, uh, the next generation, understanding what uh, what those uh, topics are all about so they can make informed decisions, participate in that debate, and uh, continue this republic down the road, uh, continue, like when I started uh, talking earlier about uh, the the rules. We, we need a, a, our Constitution to be a living 
uh, a document that we all understand and then we rev- uh, revere and all that. But we also we've got to understand that uh, we're a society of rules. And if we uh, uh, and that's what trial lawyers are there to do is, is to try to uh, make sure that the playing field stays level, uh, that it's fair for everybody, not just big insurance companies and corporations, but the average guy out there, too. And uh, that average guy needs to to have a, a, a level playing field so they can stand toe to toe with uh, the big guys out there. Yeah, that, that's good. I like that. And, and by the way, you know, you got to make sure that um, you understand that. that the way that our jurisprudence is set up is supposed to level the playing Supposed to. Yeah. That's why Lady Justice has a blindfold on. Not one finger holding one end of the blindfold up so she can look and see who who the players are. That's true. And and that's what justice is all about, is is giving everybody, every citizen, everybody in this country uh, an equal and fair shake. And so that's what real justice is all about. Let me let me read you my, Go my ahead. quote that I really like. Uh what are what do trial lawyers do? What do I try to do on a daily basis? I try to love justice. Do mercy and walk humbly with your God. That's what I try to do. I was going to say, that sounds like it's right on New Testament to me. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Out of Hebrews. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but it's... It's, well, it's almost verbatim. Yeah, okay. Hebrews. Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. That's good stuff. Thank you. Now, let me let me ask you a question off just off what we're talking about now. Contractual law. Mm-hmm. Is, the, is the whole concept of contracts changed over the last decade or two i mean for instance let's let me just pick a you got a a guy who's playing football he signs a contract he's going to be paid i'll just arbitrarily pick a number here 25 million dollars over the next four years he has a outrageously good year now he says i ain't showing back up until you renegotiate my contract but you already got a contract I'm just saying, what, what, what about that? That's uh, an area of the law that, uh, Dave, I'm not really very familiar with. Okay, well, hey, that's I'm not either, and I just think it's crazy that somebody can say, throw that other contract out. I don't, I, I, yeah, I signed it, and I said that I'd abide by it, but now I'm not going to, and I want a new contract. Yeah, I, I guess the answer, the easy answer to that is I would need to review the contract, to, and it wouldn't be me. I would advise them to have someone else do that, but... It's prob- there's probably some nuances in that contract that allow them to do wiggle here and wiggle there, is what I would assume. Is it, is it serious for the American public? I mean, you think about it. You go uh, and, and, and download an app or something, and at the end, of well, just before you push I accept, you read this long litany of legalese. Now, I'm going to – I don't know if this is true. I just – for me, it is. How much of that does the average guy or gal really read? You just go down, I accept, because you want the app and want to get going with it. But there I may would, be stuff in that that you don't even know you're signing away. Yeah, you're giving away your personal freedoms. You're giving away your personal information. Uh, we all know that in kind of subconsciously we know that. Yeah. But 99.999% of the people want that app immediately, and they're going to they're gonna, punch it without reading maybe even two sure words go ahead and use all the pictures on my facebook yeah. you know yeah. 
and and unfortunately, uh, we're giving away in, uh, intellectual properties left and right. But, I agree. Yeah, I agree. All right, so if somebody needs you one eight hundred car wreck, right? That's right. We have offices in uh, Little Rock, Jonesboro, Fort Smith, Springdale, Arkadelphia, and Jackson, Mississippi. Did you all hear that? All Jackson, right, you can call this man at one eight hundred car wreck, and he can help you. Thank you, Dave. Taylor, we appreciate you coming in. Appreciate you. Really, thanks so much for being part of the show today. I'll let you get out of here, get back to work, and make some money. All right. Let's you're do not it. making money if you're sitting here talking to me. I'm just I've, telling you. I've enjoyed talking to you. All I right. appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thanks right. so much. We appreciate Hey. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.